0: Introverted noise. Hurry up, daddy. All right, all right. Another day, another position. We are back with the one a day draft series. My name is Jason Brown. I will be your host today. You can find me on Twitter at BrownJason. And I'm joined by the man works on the skill positions for us here come draft time the people who operate with some space around them the athletes if you will wide receiver one clamps we're uh, we're, we're gonna be here today talking about miles is uh maybe maybe the position he should have been playing all along <laughs>
1: no, i can promise you that, that's not true
0: so what's going on miles how you doing i'm i'm pretty good um i'm excited to talk uh cornerbacks yeah, you know, and we're you know we're excited because you know we can't talk about corners, especially you know the timing is perfect. You know, this week Adam Thielen signs the big deal, and you know <laughs> you might very well be the last person to put clamps on Adam Thielen. Like, I
1: know, man, he owes me some money.
0: I mean, you know, you you went the wrong way. You were out there trying to catch the ball. You should have been stopping people from catching the ball. <laughs> Or was 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 the tackling you were not about cuz you know sometimes you wide receivers don't really like getting in there and mixing it up you might not you might be right man <laughs> I was definitely like an ankle biter yeah hey, you know just got to dive grab you know you're not hey. paying, you're, hey. not paying hey. wide, you're not paying quarterbacks to tackle though right if he's on the ground that's all that matters that's true that's true well uh you know I, do, you I do
1: I do remember talking talking mess to to Thielen though when I played him in high school well you
0: know uh he done turned the tables on you now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think he made a name. I think he's I think he's doing all right. That's hilarious. Well, you know, you
0: get down to training camp again. We're gonna have to see if we can get you out there to line up for one snap against him or something. See if we can get some new footage. <laughs> I'm not yeah. doing that. I'm not on nope. a reef, no. <laughs> RIP a reef. Well, uh yeah, with the quarterbacks, this is another one of those positions that I don't know. It feels like a lot of people feel like they know what they are looking at when they're talking cornerbacks. I don't know if that many people actually do. I feel like we can just see them and especially, you know, if a guy plays a lot of man, uh, we feel like you can see a mirror flip his hips, things like that. But I know from your perspective and having conversations with you offline, there's really a lot more than goes into the position than just being like a great athlete or being able to play man coverage. So when you are you know, sitting down to watch tape and really digging into the cornerback position, what are the things you're looking at? What are the traits that are most important? And what are the things you see in college that are most important in terms of evaluating how a guy is going to transition to the next level?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, you know being being able to turn turn and flip your hips is a is an important thing at any level to play the position cuz you you have to you have to work in, and play backwards uh that's the that's probably the toughest part about the position is everybody else is moving forwards and you're moving backwards and you're moving backwards against athletes that are as athletic or more athletic than than you might be so you have to you have to do things that that help give you an advantage you know that's why you know, uh, being able to get up, get up in a guy's face and press him, um, having the right technique to do that is really important for some guys because they might not have um, the the long speed or the ability, you know, down the field to turn their hips and and stay and stay stay with a guy. So their ability to um, kind of bully some some receivers kind of helps them and gives them an advantage. So there's a whole bunch of different things that a a, a cornerback can do, um, but the things that I really look for, I look I look for footwork. You know, guys that. They have they quick feet um, flexible hips, the ability to turn and turn and run on a dime and then stop on a dime and change direction change direction for you know obviously both corner and and wide receivers extremely important because um, you watch you watch some of these receivers and how quickly they they get off of the spot and uh, make movements and you need a cornerback to be faster than that because they're working like i said they're working backwards, so they need to have a a better ability to to do to do that on that end of the field so um i really look for the the hips the feet and then i just look for like guys that can read and react what what are their instincts what are they what what is when i watch film does it does a guy look like he has has a a good understanding of what he expects from a, a wide receiver or from an offense in general to do and based off what hit what he's being asked to do on the defensive side of the of the ball what the scheme is what the um, the coverages and stuff like that. Does he know what everybody else around him is doing? I know a lot of people forget; they might not think about it, but a lot of these positions, you need to know what what the guys next to you and maybe even like in the trenches are doing and what their responsibilities are because that affects what you do and how you play and, and the coverages you're in. So I, I flip it. I, it's so easy to kind of um, compare wide receivers and cornerbacks because they go hand in hand in what what you need to what you need to know. So like as a cornerback, what you want to know, you need to know the entire defense. You need to know what everybody's responsibility is because when you know that, you know why someone is moving to a certain spot, you know, what your responsibility is compared to somebody else's. And that's an extremely important thing to, thing to understand and know, because then it makes you play faster. Cause if you know exactly what someone else's do, what their responsibility is, and then you, you know what yours is, you can play a little bit faster because you understand why things are, being asked of you and what they're being asked of you, so um, that's a, that's really what I look for. I look for guys that they just understand. They have a, a good understanding of reading and reacting off of um, you know off of coverages, off of um, off of routes, uh, lots of different things like that. So it's more of just like an instinctual thing for me. I just I, I watch guys tape and I see um, their abilities in that in that sense. So like a guy last year, Mike Hughes was. I was really big on Mike Hughes last year because you could see that ability in him. Uh, he read and react extremely well. He, he was a good tackler. He had really good flexi- um, hip flexibility, wasn't the fastest guy, but he's explosive. And, um, and his ability to go get the ball and attack, and attack the ball in the air, uh, those things are extremely important for me when I'm watching cornerbacks. So, so I use Mike Hughes as an example because I just thought his, his film from uh, Central Florida last year was, was really good.
0: And shout out to Miles. You definitely, uh, well, we'll say you were right on that one just based on how quickly <laughs> he progressed and how quickly, you know, just based on how uh, cornerbacks in the past have taken some time to really get acclimated and get up to speed and be able to do work in Zim's scheme. And, and Mike Hughes seemed uh, like, you know, he got there a lot faster than, you know, Trey Wayne, Xavier Rhodes, Mackenzie Alexander, and many others that went before him. So, yeah, and he was absolutely. He was asked to play inside and outside. Yeah, and he was asked to do game. a lot more. So props to you on picking that one up. But there's just one thing, and I don't want us to go too far off the yeah. tangent before we get to these names from the draft. But you mentioned something, because hips and feet, uh, that's something that gets thrown around a lot, especially, you know, I think we were talking before we started recording about, like, a Trey Waynes, where his his hips, his hip flexibility, or right. lack thereof, has been something that people have talked about with Trey Waynes since he came into the league. And, you know, over time, he's been able to develop into an above-average corner, and a, you know, a great number two corner. Uh, when you're saying, you know, hips or stiff hips or you know, quick feet, not quick feet. Can you maybe break down what that means for us uh, in, in in maybe even simpler terms, like you're explaining it to like a child or something?
1: <laughs> um, well, I, I think I think if we'll start with feet. So, just quick feet. So, you know, that you see a lot of cornerbacks, a lot of skill position players. They they work the ladders. They work things that just help speed up their their footwork. Things that they can, you know, work on their drive, work on things that straight line, you know, back and forth, and, and being able to stop on a diamond um, and cut uh, and make and make movements like that. Um, that's kind of where I look at footwork. Uh, watching guys that can, uh, you know, if you're sitting at a, across from a receiver at the at the line of scrimmage and um, you're asked, you, you need your feet to be quick because you need to be you need to be able to make a movement inside or outside depending on which way the receiver is going to move. Um, and then that coincides with how your hips are, because it, if you don't have flexible hips, it's a, it, it'll take a little bit longer for you to be able to, to turn and make those movements um, what, when you're turning and opening up your hips to move, you know, again, inside or outside, depending on the, the movement of the receiver. So um, to kind of break down in a, in a quick stance, it's, it's just one of those things like a lot of, for, for hips in terms of hip flexibility, it's more of a, a natural thing that, that guys have. Uh, it's not something that it it'll, it might not destroy your career or something like that. Like like you said, Trey Wayne's it is it is kind of a liability in a sense for him, but he's been able to overcome it because of the how they ask him to play and what and the um, the scheme he's in, and they kind of allow him to play to his skill set. So like I know when he was first drafted, people talked about, well, oh, can he play in the in the nickel? And there's no way he could play in the nickel. That's just not his skill set he doesn't have the hips to be able to move um, laterally that way and open up inside and outside uh, and and run and man coverage in that sense, whether, you know, but when he plays on the outside, he can back off at times and play off coverage or he can move up and, and jam, but the, his, his ability and the strength to jam. And I talked about this earlier uh, it slows down receivers enough to allow him to recover. And then obviously he's got like track, he's got track speed. So um, not many people can run past him. So that really helps him. His ability to jam and slow down a receiver's momentum, um, it allows him to recover the lack of hip flexibility that he does have with that, with
0: that elite speed that he has. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. And, you know, I'm just trying to help you out here because, you know, you, you, you got some you know, <laughs> new additions on the way. Yeah. Uh, you think that you understand a lot of things in life until you have to explain those things that you think you understand to a child. <laughs> And then you'll really understand if you do understand what you think you understand when you have to you explain it in words that you know a child would actually understand. So thank you for going and making that simple, so that all of us can really keep up with whatever we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I we're hope talking I about as best I could. But yeah, man, you did your thing. Well, uh, let's do it here. Let's get into it. Day one of this draft. Yeah, uh, so- it seemed like early in the process there were a lot of corners that were getting a lot of hype, but as the process is dragged along. Doesn't really seem to be that much talk of corners anymore. So, who are the ones you like? And uh, yeah, did some guys fall off?
1: Yeah. So this is a weird. I, I find this to be a weird um, cornerback class, just because of the guys that they have. They're they're kind of all over the board. Like you said, there really doesn't seem to be that consensus player. Um, I know for the longest time, and I I still believe he he probably should be considered um, cornerback one. Greedy Williams. From LSU, he's that kind of guy that he's kind of got that Marcus Peters to his game. Um, he he's a he's a ball hawk. He goes after he he makes plays. Uh, he's not afraid to tell you he makes plays. I love that kind of mentality in a cornerback. Um, but he's not he's not as big of a fan of run support, which I know we've talked about this. Like, yes, do, would you like your cornerbacks to be physical and would you like your cornerbacks to to be willing to tackle? Yes um all I really needed from my cornerback is is him to get a guy on the ground I don't care how he does it um just do it uh just the willingness to do it is more of a is more of a thing than than being good at it especially on the outside um you know you see guys like an Antoine Winfield he might be one of the the best tackling cornerbacks and that's maybe ever played the game um I know that's saying a lot but I mean that's how good he was at it but it's more of a, a willingness thing too and I'm not a big – it doesn't bother me as much that Greedy's not as big into it because he's, he's good in coverage, and that's what's most important. Um, but for me, he'd probably be my cornerback one in this class. Uh, I have him as a day-one prospect, uh, and then I have Byron Murphy from Washington. He's kind of similar – got that similar mold to, uh, um, to a Mike Hughes. I don't think he's quite to that level. I don't think he quite has that ball-hawking ability or that, um, that explosion um, upfield and that read and react that, uh, that Hughes had, but there's th- I think they're similar style players. They could play inside and out, um, and, they're, and they're pretty good at um, reading and reacting. So that's kind of what I like about Byron Murphy, and I expect him to be kind of a, a later round one player. Um, and then lastly, uh, Justin Lane is a guy I don't think enough people are talking about, Michigan State cornerback. Uh, big, lengthy guy, um, really athletic. He test- tested extremely well. Um, he ran – you know, he ran – he didn't run – the fastest, I would have, you know would have liked him to to run a little bit faster. But the nice part for him is, uh, he he was explosive, had a, had a really good vert, uh, really good in the broad jump, uh, and then uh, his his arms are really long, ninety six percentile. Uh, his his wingspan's like an 80, 80 and an eighth inches long. That's crazy. Um, so you know that he you know his ability that that's kind of fits what his ability is is that that bump and run type of cornerback. And that's the kind of guy um depending you know certain certain teams need like a uh a mike zimmer defense would would definitely be looking for a guy like justin lane to to fit that kind of role oh
0: okay. no oh no there <laughs> okay there, there there you go there you I, go because i was about to say <laughs>
1: as you were describing this man here i'm like he's kind of oh. got that xavier he's not as athletic he's not Great quite
0: athleticism.
1: As, he doesn't have oh, that like downfield press. explosion Good,
0: that so this is Rose going to has. be the guy that no one's really ever heard of that Mike Zimmer goes and pounds the table for and drafts in the first round and Vikings Twitter burns itself to the ground. Is that what you're telling me? Something like that. Okay. I'd, I'd
1: probably more compare him to like an uh, an Isaiah Oliver from last year uh, co- from Colorado. He's lengthy. Okay. Um, has, has Like I said, long arms, uh, good in press coverage. He's that kind of guy that played. He's a, an outside corner, but I do like him as a day one corner. I wouldn't be surprised if he went in that uh 28 to
0: 32 range oh okay i like that i like that so is that it for day one or you got any more
1: no that's it for day one I, there are some guys i do like that we'll talk about in day two i do think kind of like wide receiver i believe that this is a an extremely day two heavy class uh for for cornerbacks
0: let's go let's go let's go
1: yeah day two for me uh clemson's cornerback uh trayvon mullins a uh, really good player um he was a he, he did his thing at Clemson the last especially the last two years definitely their 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 best one of their better defensive players especially when you talk about how good um, they they are up front and the the prospects they have there but um, guy I really like I think he can uh, come in and, and be a contributor from day one uh, I like DeAndre Baker from uh, Georgia for the longest time I thought I st- and I still believe he's going to be a really good player he didn't test as well as you would have liked and I don't think he he ran as well as he would like, but, uh, you get him in the right scheme. And I think he can, uh, he can really excel. Uh, Julian love from Notre Dame is another guy that I think he's kind of got that similar to Byron Murphy, um, a read and react type of corner, not the biggest guy, but, um, he's got really fluid hips, um, and, and can make plays on the ball. Uh, Rocky, Asin, sin. He probably had the best, um, senior bowl week out of the cornerback group. Um, He's from Temple. Uh, he's a transfer. Um, I don't know how I'm blanking on where he transferred from.
0: I thought when you said, I thought you were gonna say he has the best name when you took that's- that pause right there, because Rocky Sin is a, that's a it's a pretty awesome name.
1: It, it definitely is, and <laughs> um, he he was a good. No, he's a good player. He kind of came out of nowhere. He, uh, um, I for some reason cannot find where he. Uh, it was not Old Dominion. Is one of those schools though. Um, excuse me uh anyway
0: though. So, uh really oh good He's from southwest to cap there it is all right well yeah then, that's that's high school uh yeah. and he went to presbyterian college thank you i
1: knew there it was, we go. um presbyterian then he ended up transferring to temple where he had a a really good year um kind of put his name on the map and then like i said at the senior bowl he really he really opened some eyes and he was the he was definitely the best cornerback at the senior bowl and um, he showed that he can be a, a press corner. He can be a guy that um, can, sh- can shadow wide receivers. Um, I think he might take a little bit. I, I think he could be a contributor day one, but I also – he's definitely not – he might not have cornerback one upside, but I think he has kind of that in-between, kind of like a Trey Waynes in the sense of, you know, I don't know if he'll be a, a, a number one corner for a team, but he could be right on that verge, that above-average style of play. Um, but he's a really good player, fluid hips, um, physical – Um, you like to see that from a guy like him. So I liked him a lot and he tested pretty well too at the at
0: the combine. Nice, nice. Uh Uh, who else you got? Rocky Sin. Yeah. And is there anyone whose name can rival Rocky Sin in this class? Uh as at corner, uh Sean Bunting. (laughs) No, Rock's definitely
1: Rock still got this locked up. Amani or or you worry? or no, maybe. I, maybe I can't, I can't say it, so I'm terrible. And I'm booking. <laughs> so he's, on, he's on my list because he's a really good player. Okay, um, but uh, David Long from Michigan's another one. Um, he's a good player too. Um, I think he he's come along over the last couple of seasons, and uh, I think he's really been able to uh, to show himself out as a um, a day two as a day two player. Tested extremely well. I um, really liked what he was able to do at the combine uh and i think that uh looking at you know you look at some of their the spider i like to look at spider charts too just to kind of confirm you know what am i seeing on tape from a guy and then does that match what what they how they test and a guy like david long um you know he's not the biggest he's a little just a little sh- shade under 511 um but on tape you know he he's a fluid athlete um with uh quick twitch ability to get in and out of breaks and then you look at his spider chart and his three cones and 97 percentile that shows up on tape. So that's something that you're like, okay, that, that matches. Um, and that's something that I really, really like and like to see from, from him. And that's the kind of player he is. So there's, there's some of that. He's got that ability to be able to shadow and, um, and potentially even kick inside because he's got that, that fluidity and that ability to change direction. So yep. I like the, I like David Long quite a bit. Um, Amani. <laughs> or you um, from Penn state. Again, I probably butchered that, but um, he's another one of those guys that I think is kind of being slept on, but um, he's got that ability. He's a big length, lengthy uh, corner outside corner uh, tested pretty decent at the combine. Um, uh, You know, you look at his spider chart there, nothing pops up too much besides the height, weight bench. But when you pop on his film there, you know, he's a fluid, he's a fluid athlete um, that I liked as a, as kind of that, um, Seattle Seahawks style of defense. Um, you know maybe maybe more of that cover three style. Um, but you know but that does have that ability to to, to bump and run as well. Uh, and then lastly, uh, Lonnie Johnson from Kentucky. He'd probably be the last guy that I have as a as a day th- as a day two pick for me right now. Um, uh, really liked really liked his film. Really liked his ability. Uh, he's a he's another one of those big lengthy corners that. You're gonna hate hate when I say this, but this is the kind of guy that Zim would love to have on his team.
0: Okay. Um, you yeah, know, I, he, I'm not gonna hate it. More corners no, the better. The no, you know,
1: corners, I think it's more about where he gets taken. But like true, if he's taken true, in like true. the third round, I don't think anybody have any issue with it. Um, but he's you know six two, uh, long arms, big physical guy. Um, ran a four five two jump, but he jumped extremely well. Uh, Thirty eight inch vertical broad jump, one hundred twenty nine inches. That was a 90 percentile. But then you look at like a three cone where he only had a, he didn't even run he didn't even run his three cone under under seven seconds. So that kind of is worrisome a little bit. Some of that Trey Wayne's to him, uh, where you know you worry a little bit about that uh, hip fluidity. But um, I don't think it's worrisome enough, like a like a Trey Wayne's where because of his ability to in press coverage. So um, I like, uh, I would not be surprised if he was taken, you know, in that
0: uh, late day day two range. Okay, all right. Well, miles, bring us home day three. Who are the late round guys that uh, you'd like to see a team maybe take a shot on that have uh, either something you saw on tape or you know athleticism that you found to be uh, particularly intriguing?
1: Yeah, um, Isaiah Johnson from, from uh, Houston, his measurables are extremely nice. I uh, really like what he's you know he's over six2, um, 80 inch wing, wingspan, um, tested in the four, out of, as a four-4. Um, you really like to see that he jumped, uh, 133 inches, 96 percentile, had a decent three cone. So, um, a guy like that on day three with that kind of those kind of measurables is, uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if he if he's knocking to day two because of measurables like that and some of the film that you see. But there, I do think he has some work to do. Some, <laughs> excuse me, um, some of his technique. Um, but I think if you get him in the right system with the right coach. Um, he might be able to blossom into something. So uh, I like him. I like I, I like him as an early day three guy. Uh Joe, Ju- Joe Juan Williams from Vanderbilt. Um, I think he's more of a, a late a late guy. I can hear you typing right now, like, wait, hold up.
0: <laughs> Let me but, look hey, you hear me looking this dude up right now. That's, not, that's another one of the made up names you got for me. Yeah,
1: that, that's that's probably one of those favorite names. But he's huge. He's six three and five Ace, um, long arms um didn't run well so I think that's part of the problem so um he's he's more of a day three guy because he's he fits that Richard Sherman mold a little bit where he's really long and lengthy but he doesn't have that long speed so you kind of worry about that the system you get him into um he might be pigeonholed into that you know that zone coverage you know the 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 Tampa twos or the you know the cover three high you know high so his ability to not have to uh to worry about that long speed as much. So playing off coverage. So, um, that's no kind more. of the worry, the worry with him, but um, I don't
0: really want to do this, but, uh, I will say I'm, I'm a little upset about the spelling of this name <laughs> because I feel like, you know, we got to stay in, 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 in one language paradigm when we're going for these names, <laughs> we, we, we can't start with, with, with English and then end up in Spanish. <laughs> that that's just making my life way more difficult than it needs to be it's tough yeah because you know i'm looking for joe john and it's i'm not reason it's joe juan yeah joe juan williams yeah joe juan okay well there we go i have found him now and i will put it in the show notes so those of you listening can look him up as well and don't make the same mistake i do I apologize for cutting you off there but uh i was getting a little frustrated trying to find joe juan initially you know continue,
1: continue. <laughs> it's all good um no, um, I think here's another guy that um, wouldn't surprise me if he snuck his way into like an early day three. Um, Sean Bunting from uh, wow, I just excuse me, uh, <laughs> um, Central Michigan. Wow, Sean Bunting from Central Michigan. He's a guy that I don't think is being talked about all that much, but he's he's definitely a guy that has has a lot of a lot of ability and a lot of upside. But you look at his. Uh, his athletic testing and his, his chart there. And uh, you're really would not, like I said, would not be surprised if he found his way to is the ability to to sneak up a little bit because he's a, he's a really good player. He's got fluid hips and he's the kind of guy, I mean, he's, he's sick. He's uh, just over six, six foot um, big hands, ran a four, four, two. He jumped a 41 and a half inch vertical, um eighty eightieth percentile broad jump. So like you see, like I hate using Mike continue to use Mike Zimmer as an example, but Mike Zimmer loves to find him athletes that he can mold. And Sean Bunding's that kind of guy. Uh, he's the kind of guy that he can just get his hands on, and be like, all right, I see the athleticism, I see the traits. Um let's get let's get you into it because you know he he struggles a little bit. He he lunges, and he over oversets himself uh, in press coverage at times, so that that can hurt him a little bit. Um, and he's not the biggest guy in the world he's he's over six foot but he could he could probably stand to gain gain like five you know five to ten pounds roughly um, stuff like that and it, and like I said the read and react there's some of that um, uh, he you're missing some of that quick twitch off the ball or off the the react so that the ability to get put your foot in the ground and drive um, would like to see a little bit more work off that but um, otherwise I, he's another one he's one of those guys that has that athletic those athletic traits that uh really could stand out and really could see him uh, get an opportunity somewhere.
0: Love it, love it, love it. Anybody else? We going to uh, to UDFAs this time or uh no, we're not going that deep
1: <laughs> uh, not going that, that deep on, on this on this class. But uh Alabama, I mean I mean they always have people, right? Um Sav- Savion Smith from Alabama. Um didn't test that didn't test all that great so I think that's gonna hurt him. Um, but I mean, he, he played for Nick Saban, Nick Saban's the, he's, you know, they call him like the DB guru of college football. He's one of those guys that does a really good job of churning out, um, good athletes and good, uh, defensive backs. So, um, he's a guy that he plays, he plays technically sound. So you you like to see that. And he's, um, and he's a guy that, you know, he, you know, he understands the game. Um, and, and you can see that on film, obviously, uh, there, there are some, some spots where you can, you can tell that. He gets beat because of the lack of athleticism. He didn't jump jump very well. Uh, he, uh, his his three cone, twenty yard shuttle, and sixty yard shuttle were not good at all. So, like some of that, some of those small things, they show up, um, and you see the that lack of the lack of athleticism on tape. And I'm sure that's that'll be why he goes on day three. Um, could be a, a later round guy, but um, if you get him, he could be one of those depth pieces that plays special teams. So. Um, I'd keep an eye on him.
0: Okay, these some good names you got here. I only had to—I only thought you made up like two or three before I hit the <laughs> internet. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, it's a—it's a pretty good class. Um, it's kind of like the receivers where the—I don't think there isn't a like you know the people are off the charts about a DK Metcalf where there's that like true athletic freak. There really isn't that, but like there's there's a lot of guys on day two that you could you could get some depth depth and guys that have some potential to be some to be starters
0: awesome well that's uh, i mean you know depth and starters after the first day is really all you're looking for and so uh there it is that's it that's all some great names for you to look up they will all be in the show notes there will be links to playerprofiler.com so you can check out all of these stats that miles has been talking about but that's it we're done with the cornerbacks we're almost done with all the position groups we haven't mentioned it yet but you probably heard jr before the episode uh go cop that draft guide. It is amazing. Yeah, did a lot it's of great work. Amazing. Yeah. Go on and get that. Link will be in the show notes. But pick it up. Support JR, support a great cause. He does great work. And uh yeah, that's it. That's all. We will be back with another one of these tomorrow. Yeah, talk to you soon.